0: This edition of Eternal Leadership has been brought to you by Marketplace Rock, guiding leaders to higher ground. Learn more at MarketplaceRock.com. Welcome to Eternal Leadership, a show dedicated to equipping and inspiring leaders to accomplish what God has created in them. I'm Steve Ryder, and for the next number of weeks, we're going to be playing audio from the recent Strategic Philanthropy Global Summit that my partner, John Ramstad, helped lead. Today's speaker is alex Charfin.
1: all right well hey everybody welcome to the second day of the summit the strategic philanthropy global summit yesterday was all about your why right and there goes alex I, I, that's awesome you can tell alex is a millennial at heart and <laughs> <laughs> worked with a lot of them taking a selfie and he's just sent that to his mom by the way for everybody <laughs> the only person
2: who really listens
1: But, you know, yesterday was all about our why. And it was a powerful day about connecting to your passion and to your purpose and your calling, that unique value that you want to bring out in the world. Today, um, and this is the reason, Alex, that we asked you to be our first speaker today, is all about momentum. It's all about taking, you know, who you are, breaking through those fears and moving into that life that you were meant to create. And Alex, I know you're going to be speaking about the entrepreneurial personality type Uh, but everybody, what I would really encourage you to do right now is uh, honestly turn off your phone, turn off the other parts of the screen. If you're watching this, grab a notepad, grab a pen and just sit here and and really just take the, take what you're going to learn and figure out a way that you're going to apply it. So, uh, Tom, you and Alex just have a great
3: relationship. Mm
1: Let me turn it over to you to introduce uh, Alex Charfin, one of my favorite men in the world who I've just met, but I love him.
3: Thank you, John. And uh, thanks, Alex. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, We are excited to share Alex's wisdom. I um, connected with Alex on a, I guess you'd call it an online mastermind site. It's really not a mastermind site, but they call it that. It's Ryan Levesque's uh, Next Level Mastermind. And uh, we were supporting some guy, turns out to be, uh, a fitness guy in England who was looking to open up his own sort of business inside someone else's operation. And as it turns out, we're both chatting away, giving them thoughts and ideas. And we're both like expressing as if we were like completing each other's thoughts. And it was hilarious. It
2: and looked it like one happened. guy coaching him. Parfait? It was two of us coaching them, but it looked like one conversation.
3: Yeah. And, and it was just, and it was I don't know, some bizarre hour and the guy was in England, probably in the middle of the night for him. And, and, uh, at the end of it, uh, Alex or I, I forget who it was probably, Alex said, you know, we should, it sounds like we've got a pretty similar background. We should, uh, we should connect and talk. And, you know, a lot of times people will do this in this sort of technology connected world where we're really not connected, but we're just sharing things and we never do. And Alex and I are both guys that like to take action. And so we followed up. We did reach out and connect. Alex was opening up a new expanded office facility, and invited me to come out, help celebrate it, uh, and do what I thought was a mastermind um, for a couple of days. And so I went, sure, I'm in. Let's go. I haven't been to Austin. haven't met you live. Let's do it. And I said yes so quick that I didn't even get in their system of follow-up emails for the event. Um, and I arrived That's at the right. event. The I first thing there. Yeah, it's the day, the day of, the day of the event, I find out it's not a mastermind, it's a two-day training. And I'm like, oh, darn it. I was really hoping for a mastermind with Alex, because brilliant guy, you know, it's going to be a great experience. And so I, I was actually, I don't know if I told you this, Alex, I was actually uh-huh. quite let down, because I was like, oh, man, I don't want a two-day workshop, I just want to mastermind. Uh, but as I would do, and and as I would encourage anyone listening in to do, you know, Focus on the lemonade, not the lemons. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do what I would normally do had I been coming for a workshop and really embrace it and really engage it. And I'm telling you, in those two days, well, specifically in an hour and a half on one of the two days, I learned more actionable information than I'd learned from my super high-end, super expensive personal business coaches, Jay Abraham and Rich Sheffrin, in the last year. Uh, and and so much so that uh, we ultimately decided to swap them out and said thanks, uh, Rich and Jay, really appreciate your input, but we're going with Alex. So Alex is uh, and his team are now our our uh, advisors slash coaches slash support system uh, because here's why because Alex has been able to tap into what an entrepreneur is, what their challenges are. And truly how to embrace that and make a difference in the world. So if you're an entrepreneur and you know you're an entrepreneur, you're going to love it. If you're a frustrated entrepreneur, i.e. you're working in a corporate environment, you wish you were out on your own and you're not yet, you're going to know why and you're going to know what to do about it uh, by the time we're done this hour. Um, His bio, we sent out to every one of you this morning, his full bio and his story. There's some amazing parts and pieces to it. Um, the, the only thing I'm going to share about that now, cause I want to turn this over to Alex and get to his wisdom while John and I pull out bits and pieces through the next hour is this, um, in the real estate collapse of 2007, 2008, Alex lost a ton of money and a ton of properties like a lot of people. Um, but unlike a lot of people talk about making lemonade from lemons. He created a program to certify realtors to handle distressed property situations like he was faced with and had over 40,000 people get certified and became from bankrupt to a cash millionaire in less than 12 months. Now, if that isn't lemonade from lemons, I don't know the definition of lemonade from lemons, but it is an entrepreneur story. And I'm, I'm so proud that you said yes to uh, support us and share your wisdom, Alex. Welcome to our summit, man.
2: Thank you, Tom. It's, it's amazing to be here and I appreciate you and John and uh, everybody bringing me on. I think that, um, You know, if there was ever a summit that fit our content and especially what we've carved out to share today, it's the strategic philanthropy summit, because what strategic philanthropy means is, you know, and and when I think that you all are trying to do, when I look at how you've set this event up, the lens, which with, I see it is that, you know, the goal here is that people don't just get fired up to give and fired up to create and fired up to change things, but they actually go do something. And that, you know, anybody can say they want to help, hmm. anybody can have a great idea, but how do we actually move forward? And that's that's what I want to talk about today is how do we create that momentum? How do we take that desire that we have in, inside of us and anyone who showed up here is absolutely one of our target prospects. Like you need, we need to talk because if you self-selected to being at the strategic philanthropy summit, we know that you are someone we need to talk to. And I think Tom, you know, you've seen our content. I, I, you and I have talked so much. I know there's a crazy amount of alignment here, but I think specifically for this event, um, with what we're sharing, there's even a little more. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and in fact, John alluded to this when we decided what is the ultimate structure for this event, the the first thing was sort of defining at the why and then the very next thing was how do you create momentum and and we said okay so we have to have alex <laughs> that was it. we have to have alex and who else can we have on a day about momentum and we got some great other speakers but we started with that because you've tapped into with your work studying successful entrepreneurs and you know, literally at the billion dollar level and at the startup level successful athletes successful special forces members yeah. Uh, all sorts of areas. What does it take to create and sustain momentum?
1: Yeah. Well, and, and Tom, that's such a great point because yesterday, Alex, uh, what just rolled through all the chat box and the live feedback we got in the Facebook group is there is a huge group of people that are connecting to that why but connecting, but moving that into momentum and that's the next step that they want to take. And it's something either they're trying to figure out, they're struggling with they're yeah. you know, so th- this couldn't be more perfect, Tom. Yeah.
2: I think it's that, that entrepreneur's dichotomy that we talk about, you know, that, that double-edged sword that, um, and this is my entire presentation. will frame this, but as entrepreneurs, we need more protection and support than the average person in order to reach our full potential yet. Any request for protection and support makes us feel vulnerable and exposed. Mm. And so that, that is where we, most, some people hit a speed bump, but most people hit a roadblock. You know, 29 million independent businesses, organizations in this country, 26 million of them are sole proprietors one person. That's mm. no support. And so today, it's not just about momentum. It's about creating momentum around who you are and why you're here. And that's how we really lay the track so that people rock it forward. Love it. So, it. so let's jump in. I want to I want to start with a word, um, entrepreneur. And and the reason I'm framing this conversation that we're going to have today with this word is that I think that in today's world, we have put up far too high a guardrails around the concept of entrepreneur. In fact, I think that every person who is listening right now, every one of you, who has ever wanted to do something different, make an effect, make a contribution and change things is an entrepreneur because throughout history, what this word has meant is to undertake, to do something new, to create. And what we've equated it to recently is business owner. But the fact is the majority of the entrepreneurs that I've met are not necessarily just business owners I think we need to open this description to everyone who has chosen to be on a call like this. Because as entrepreneurs, we're different. Um, we know we're different. And I want you all to think to yourselves, how old were you when you knew you were different? You know, for some people, it's, it's really young. For me, it was as soon as I met people outside of my family. Um, you know, for some, it's, it's when they were in their 20s. But we have this recognition that we're different. And here's what our organization believes. And this is what my presentation is about, is that a successful entrepreneur, uh, John, Tom, when I I pull up this list, intense, intelligent, focused, aware, relentless, even restless, confident, driven, curious, enthusiastic, and bold. Would the two of you agree that this is the list, that this is a successful entrepreneur?
3: Absolutely. This is us on a good day.
2: On a good day, right? And Well, that's the whole key. See, on, when we look at these, for most entrepreneurs, if we were to go down this list, and for those of you listening, if you were to go down this list, you tell me, how many of these can you check off and say absolutely yes? And then how many are you above a five on a scale of one to 10 compared to most?
3: <laughs> I can tell you.
2: <laughs> and Tom, you're laughing because how many of it is on a scale for you?
3: Oh, it, it's, I don't think, I think the lowest I could rate any of these honestly would be a nine.
2: Right. Right. And that's only because you're not focusing on it that day. But if we get you on the right day, they're all tens. Right. <laughs> totally. And, and the fact is, and you know, it's funny. Uh, Carol DeCampo said the same thing. I'd check all of them. Lee, Lee, uh, well Lee dash Lee, I hope that's your name says, uh, all of them exclam- with an exclamation point. You know, the fact is, um, we all, and this question, Go Navy said, but don't we all still need help to raise our game? No question. And Go Navy again, um, only because you told us about it. Now, here's what I want everyone to see entrepreneurs have these characteristics. And, and on a good day, we really can show up with all of these. And I can tell you that they make me and other entrepreneurs I know nothing short of magical. Like I've been able to do things I should not be able to do. But when there's high pressure, and high noise in my life, when I create or I experience constraint to the point where I really am having trouble dealing with it, where it slows me down, where it creates drag for any of us, intensity can very easily become aggressiveness and, uh, and our intelligence can both appear and seem arrogant. Our focus, our ability to focus, our ability to isolate, our ability to go on deep dives can make us antisocial. We can appear antisocial. And here's what I know about entrepreneurs. We have a level of awareness, but when there's high pressure and high noise, that awareness turns into sensitivity, restless, relentlessness, that relentless drive that causes us to grow businesses can easily become cutthroat. All you have to do Is think of the last time that you dealt with somebody who needed money from the deal you were doing. You that cutthroat appears, that situational ethics appears. And and what happens is when we go through these confident, driven, curious, enthusiastic, and even bold, become conceited, irrational, paranoid, obsessive, and risky. And the one in the middle, restless, has now been called hyperactive. And when we look at our world today. How many children who are restless to make a difference are being labeled as hyperactive? How many entrepreneurs that are restless to make a change in the world are being told they have crap like ADHD? The fact is that when we look at these qualities that make us so amazing, we know that they are the exact same qualities that challenge us when there's high pressure and high noise in our lives. And that's why we don't see this as just the characteristics of an entrepreneur. We see this as the characteristics of the entrepreneurial personality type. And Tom, you know, you've, you've been to our event, our hypothesis, our belief, our conviction is that EPTs, entrepreneurial personality types like you and me and everyone else who's watching this are a subpopulation that are different than everyone else. And I'm, I I want us to recognize that difference because we've existed throughout history and we've been different. And when we look back in time, the people who have changed the world, the people who have questioned the status quo, who have created, who have invented, who have written, who've painted are those who want to change things and we're all the same. And the fact is, is that the entrepreneurial personality type is not just a subpopulation. We believe that we exist, we're there, and we've been there since the beginning of time. And here's the challenge the, because we have the personalities we do, because we believe we're different, we have always felt that we are alone. And what I want everyone on this broadcast to understand is that the entrepreneurial personality type is the most important or are the most important people in the world because entrepreneurs are the only consistent source of positive human evolution. We have driven positive human evolution. You reach all the way back in time. Who was the first person to say, let's do better. Let's do new. Let's contribute. Let's change things. That was an EPT. And if there's anyone who's listening who says, man, this guy's nuts, there's really a subpopulation. Like how could we have missed that? How could science have overlooked that? I want you all to understand science is kind of weird today. Anyone who is listening, who's female, I want you to know that up until about five years ago, every prescription you ever got was wrong unless you got lucky because science who's overlooked us also didn't consider women in FDA clinical trials. Often when women's results were included They were just thrown out because they threw off the acceptance of a drug. So not only do we not recognize some populations, sometimes we just have trouble respecting half the population. And so we've missed this. And what I want everyone to think about on this call is that the the systems in the world that work for everyone else don't work for the people who have questions and are curious and driven and relentless and want to change things and create a new outcome in the world. In fact, they constrain and suppress us and hold us in place. Carol DeCampo said, thanks, Alex. I was thinking I might have Asperger's. Congratulations, <laughs> Carol. Congratulations. Because if you pull up the list of symptoms for Asperger's, autism, and ADD, you can pretty much categorize any famous person in history who's done anything significant. Today, we're just labeling it differently. And the fact is I've been diagnosed with all three, AAA, A, ADHD, Asperger's, and autism. And I can buy the buildings that they told me those things in. <laughs> so, so that's, that's okay. <laughs> the fact is that we're entrepreneurial personality types and the, the systems in the world that evaluate human beings are negative and they look for deficit. And the fact is, when we start evaluating entrepreneurial personality types for what is right with you, not what is wrong with you, how do you actually create the magic that entrepreneurs create? Everything changes. Let me show you. There's 10 attributes to the entrepreneurial personality type. And I'm going to take you through these quickly because we only have an hour. And normally I have a couple days. And, but I want you to hear them and I want you to self-identify. I'm going to go through 10. You start counting how many relate to you. And when I'm done, I want them in the chat. I want you to just put a number in there. So the first one is high sensitivity and awareness. And if you're listening, if I say that, and it said, you say, absolutely, that's me. Let me know in the chat box, because here's what high sensitivity and awareness is. It's that feeling that you can feel the conversation going on and the sub conversation. You can walk into a room and you can understand what just happened before you were there. You can, you know, what people are want to say, but they're not really saying. By the way, this is all a superpower, right? This is a superpower to be able to do these things. The problem is, is that oftentimes we forget we have this superpower because. High sensitivity and awareness under pressure and noise. You tell me. I can tell you that when I have high sensitivity, I have high sensitivity and awareness, and I'm not a 10 out of a 10. I'm like a 7,500 out of 10. Some days the world is so loud, colors talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Some days, and you know, I, I, yesterday I was telling my team, I'm having one of those days where everything's really sensitive. We need to lower the noise in the room. And, and sometimes everything like comes screaming at me. And so high sensitivity awareness goes both ways. It can take you to the place where you can see what is unseen, but it can also overwhelm you. The next attribute is future focus. Now if future focus in the world today, we have this really cool world word called visionary. And it evokes these images of Elon Musk and Thomas Edison and this person who's just changing the world, Albert Einstein, this visionary. But what we also need to understand is that future focus when you are future-focused, you also are called often things like a daydreamer. In fact, Albert Einstein, one of the greatest visionaries of all time, thought of the theory of relativity while he was daydreaming in algebra class, which he took twice just like I did. <laughs> <he was> daydreaming. <laughs> and the fact is, future-focused people are called daydreamers. Pay attention. Come back to reality. And here's, here's what I want you to know. If you have this, you are one of those individuals who can look out into the future, see nothing, create something like an online summit, then create the plan backwards to make it actually happen. And that's how we find ourselves here today because this was just an idea in an entrepreneur's head probably less than three months ago.
3: The day before your event, Alex.
2: You that's the how it happens. Yeah. And, and so the fact is, this is how we move forward. We create the future. And, but future focus under high pressure and noise, you can't see the forest for the trees. The next one, high processing capacity shows up in two ways. The first one is most entrepreneurial personality types know so much about a subject that when they're around people who are experts in that subject and they find out, the people find out you're not one, they think you're crazy (laughs) or weird because we will go on deep dives. We will absorb, we will have so much content on a topic. That's the first way that high processing capacity shows up. The second way is responsible for a lot of labels, unfortunate labels that small children are getting because so many of us with high processing capacity really do have the answer. And when people say, hey, you're giving us a solution and we don't even know the problem, well, we're already there. And when there's low pressure and noise in life life, and you have high processing capacity, you really can give information faster than most people think you should be able to. And now we get called things like hyperactive and ADHD and all of those things. Now, the fact is, however, when you have high pressure and noise, this high processing capacity, it's like television snow. You have to be like over 30 to know what that is. (laughs) But it's when the screen goes fuzzy and high processing capacity everything gets confused the next attribute is high adaptability so much of these so much of you have high adaptability because high adaptability is one of those things where you can modify and shift and change and and fit into what you need to to move forward and that's how we create our success that's how we create our future now, high adaptability, though, under pressure and noise, we will adapt and adapt and adapt and adapt and get to the point where we don't know where we started. And Tom, John, this is where we see friends or people or public figures where we say things like, that person self-sabotage, that person checked out. We've all seen this. The next one is intense focus on results. And this is my favorite one. This is that Thomas Edison 10,000 tries to make a light bulb intense focus on results. And today this is called obsessive.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Let's be honest. If Thomas Edison was around today, there'd be a 911 call. It would go something like this. Officer, <laughs> my neighbor has been throwing, blowing stuff up in his garage all day. His kids dot and dash are bugging the heck out of me. I need to come over and get him. because he said he's going to keep blowing stuff up until he turns night into day.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> actually called dot and dash.
2: His kids were named Dot and Dash. Thomas oh. Edison was into Morse code. Oh and my gosh. He actually proposed to his wife in Morse code, but she didn't understand it. And he was confused <laughs> when she didn't answer. He was different.
1: <laughs> he was and, different. And, and when confronted, when he was close to a thousand failures, he just said, I found a thousand ways it doesn't work. I have to be close.
2: And And here's the fact that today Thomas Edison would be arrested, medicated, and we'd be in the dark because intense focus on results. Today, we don't respect it, and we see it as something wrong. But when an entrepreneur is in momentum, and they have that intensity, they change the world. Elon Musk had the intensity to say, do we need four wheels? And he's changing the world. But under high pressure and noise, that intense focus on results becomes myopic. We isolate, we pull away, we can't see anything. The next one is bias for improvement. Whoops, I jumped one bias for improvement. This is where and I'll let you all self-identify. You walk into a building, a location of someplace. you see stuff around you and you're improving it by the time you pay. You've changed the entire experience. That's bias for improvement. Under high pressure and noise, you become addicted to change and progress. programmed to accept failure. Addicted to change and programmed to accept failure. Our bias for improvement will run out of control where we will constantly change things Without getting a positive result, Sandy Abel said, "That's my husband. I love it when people turn in their spouses." Um, Experiment <laughs> and experiential learning. This is that that characteristic. You know, Plato, Aristotle, Socrates; those guys had it right. They said, "That's what that which a man does, he shall learn." We must do it to learn it, and we all know this. We have to put our sleeves up and actually get our hands dirty to believe in something. That's good. That's how we create new things. That's how we move forward. Now the challenge is, under high pressure and noise, when we can't experiment and touch, when we can't be one-on-one with something, when we can't have that same experience, experience, we feel skepticism and doubt, and we become skeptical and we create doubt. And for EPTs like us, under high pressure and noise, we can get to the point where we doubt everyone in our lives including those closest to us. Everyone becomes an enemy. That's just who we are. And I think as we understand that, we can move forward faster. The next one, the next characteristic, is perceiving unique connections. This is the ability to see limited resources, an outcome in a way different than everyone else's. You walk into a room and everyone sees one solution. You see a different one, you share it, and often it's adopted. That's perceiving unique connections. When there's high pressure and noise, all the connections run together and we can no longer see the path. The last two, drive for gained advantage is crucial. Drive for gained advantage is when you want to get ahead. It's what births that the desire to get ahead, to move forward, to go into another place and to change the status quo. But when drive for gained advantage is under high pressure and noise, It becomes cutthroat, relentless, pushy, arrogant, demanding, overwhelming. And we all know exactly how that works and feels. When someone is like that with us, it's contagious. And this last one is crucial. I already shared one of the awarenesses of being an entrepreneur with you is that you know you're different. The second awareness is when you acquired innate motivation. And here's how you know you have innate motivation, a motivation that just exists. And I'll ask you, Tom, John. Can you turn it off?
3: Impossible. No. <laughs> no.
2: And that's, that's the only question. Can you turn it off? Because did, I, did I
3: tell you what happened to on the Hawaii vacation with my wife on this topic? <laughs> no. So quick story to reinforce this. We were we were on our second vacation to Kauai, and I couldn't turn it off. And I, and I like to vacation. I, I don't get stressed when I'm away from work. I can turn that part off, but I think about work. And evidently, I would talk about it. And so my wife said, "You know what? We got to st- we got to have a vacation without you talking about work all the time. What's the deal?" So we came up with a plan that I would pay 2 dollars in Canada. We have these toonies, they're coins for 2 dollars, a toonie every time I would speak about work. And it got to be so expensive that I ended up upping it to a 20 dollar bill American. And that that vacation cost me about 750 bucks. Uh, <laughs> And and a couple lessons, right? Because we And uh, I, I was trying to turn it off, but I like I literally I just can't. I, I wanted to. I was even challenging myself financially to do so. No, it wasn't gonna happen.
2: <laughs> so and and Tom, that's that's who we are. John, do you yeah. agree? Can you turn it off?
1: No, no, I could tell multiple similar stories, Tom, about uh interactions with my wife, but no, it's it's just part of your brain and how you think because you're always looking for solutions that we can solve, value that we can add. You're looking at things differently. And it's just, um, I love that I'm wired that way, quite frankly, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the fact is that this innate motivation is what drives us It what drives us our, our success. And the problem is this innate motivation is that 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 uh that drive that you don't have to turn on or off it's not extrinsic or external or intrinsic or internal like psychology says what it really is is it's just resonant it's there it's who we are Mm. and so when an entrepreneur has innate motivation driving them forward but nowhere to direct it they look broken just like all of these but innate motivation can you make you look especially broken because when the engine's running and there's no direction to go We get labeled things like OCD and ADD and bipolar and depressed and and manic and all those things because innate motivation will make you go somewhere. And if there's anyone who's doubting that you have it, watch yourself the next time you sit down in an appointment and what part of your leg is jumping around? What part of your body is moving around? (laughs) That's that innate motivation looking to get out. You know, we can see that innate motivation in children. I always say children who are restless are restless to show their brilliance. That's why they're moving around so much. And so when we look at these attributes, let's put them on a spectrum. And I use that word very purposefully because there's a lot of spectrums in today's world. And we believe that there's a brilliance spectrum. Sorry, I hit the wrong button. And and these attributes are on this spectrum of brilliance. And on the left, when there's low pressure and low noise, and I know there's been a lot of questions about how do we do this, I'll get there. Low pressure and low noise, you get positive behaviors. High pressure and noise, Challenging behaviors. And so the same things that make us look magical, help us create a new outcome in a new future, can make us look challenged, symptomatic, and get us diagnosed. And when we look at the entrepreneurial personality type as the center, the reality is, is that when we have low pressure and noise, we are all these things intelligence, int- or sorry, intense, intelligent, focused, aware, relentless, and so on. But When there's pressure and noise in our life, we become aggressive, arrogant, obsessive, insensitive. Tammy just said, low noise scares me like something is wrong. That's that feeling that if we're not in momentum, something's happening to us. And I'll get to that right now. Because here's what I want you all to think to yourselves as entrepreneurial personality types. And so many of you have already self-identified by saying, haha, me too, (laughs) and other things. I want you to think of is when you experience something in the world, do you experience in your body first or your head first? Because I know 100% of the EPTs I've worked with, and I've worked with some of the most successful people in the world. I spent my career in the consumer and computer electronics industry. I, I worked with some of the most intense entrepreneurs in history. And I can tell you, they all felt the world through their body. And the effect went from their body to their head. And when we feel here and we interpret here, we're different than most because there are people who will tell you it's in their head. And for us, the fact is, is we feel our experiences. There's a body head translation that happens and that's how we know what's going on. So the better we are, the more we can lower pressure and noise, the better we exist in the world. And so here's what I know about people like us is that We don't really understand happy or sad. And I think I I sound crazy sometimes when I say this, like, hey, you don't understand happy or sad. And let me explain this. I think that everyone on this broadcast and everyone who listens, that we all have figured out a translation system for ourselves for happy and sad. Happy means off on, sad means off. And the fact is that when we look at happy and sad, we might be able to draw some contrast. But if I said, Tell me the difference between happy, sad, frustrated, angry, confused, ticked off, pissed off, mad, and just plain not going to talk to you, it gets a lot harder to draw differentiation. Because my belief and conviction from working with hundreds of entrepreneurs, from studying thousands of entrepreneurs, from going back and saying what really creates change in the world and causes us to move forward is that we, are momentum-based beings. We don't live in the world of emotions. We live in the world of momentum, and we only exist in three states. Abolish that whole happy, sad thing from your mind. We exist in the first state, moving forward, creating momentum. When we're going forward, what does that feel like to all of you? It's legendary. It feels like a drug. It feels like being alive. It feels like Zen flow. Heck books have been written about this, but the fact is we're all just looking for momentum and you know this because you had a physical feeling to me putting that word up. (laughs) It calls to you. And the second state we exist in is when we are facing resistance, when we can't move forward, when we're starting to be held in place. But this is what's so funny about entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial personality types is that when we are facing momentum when we're held in place all we need to be able to do is see a little light at the end of the tunnel and it can be a spark it doesn't have to be significant but if we can see it we will create momentum again and here's what i know about everyone on this call we have all been in that situation where the cards were on the table we didn't have the resources Life was stacked against us. We were facing so much resistance. There were hardly any options, but there was that little flicker of light, and that is not only where you created momentum, but you, in fact, changed and created your life. That is who we are. And the faster we recognize it, the faster we go forward in the way that we were meant to. And the last state that we experience is when we are in constraint. And everyone on this call, I want you to know this is the most important part of this presentation. Because when you are in constraint, when you are held in place, what happens is you can't move forward. And what I know about people in momentum is this. When you're in momentum, and you guys just answer this for yourselves. When you're in momentum, you have more physical stamina. You, you feel better. You can go longer. You actually have more. That's first, that's one, so physical. Second is when we're moving forward, we have more cognitive ability. We can think better, we can do more better. And then the third one is critical, our chemical stability. When we're in momentum, we experience a tremendous amount of chemical release, that high feeling, that moving forward feeling, that momentum feeling that changes things. And so what I want you all to think about is that when we're in constraint, it's the opposite. We physically, physically break down. We mentally break down. And then we chemically break down. And we can look completely and totally broken. So I'm running out of time. So I'm going to skip a couple of slides, Tom. But I'm yep. going to jump to the important part. You got it. And this is really the critical part. Um, and the what I just skipped is in the product. And this is the part that I am not allowed to skip because um, I want you guys to understand how to get past constraints. And I want you to understand that no matter what is going on in your life right now, whether you are in momentum, facing resistance, or you really do feel like you are held in place and this was your last shot, you're in the right place. Because this equation, we call it the contribution equation. And I joke with entrepreneurs that it's the meaning of life, but I'm only kidding a little bit. Because if you read the advice of every great entrepreneur who called back from the end of their lives to those of us who were just starting, this is what they said. And if you read theology, every theology, this is what they said. And when we look at how reality is truly created and how entrepreneurs really move forward This is what every great person in history did. I'll go through it quickly. In order to create momentum, we must lower pressure and noise. You've heard me say this over and over again. Pressure and noise is what overwhelms us. It's what stops us. It's what creates operational drag. And so we have to lower pressure and noise. When we lower pressure and noise, we have to then also learn how to ask for protection and support. And I was sharing this earlier. It's that entrepreneur's dichotomy. It's really that that condition that every great creator has. In order to create, in order to do something new, and in order to move the world forward, you have to get protection and support because you're trying to change things. You need more than most. But the fact is, any request for protection and support for someone like us makes us feel vulnerable and exposed, but we have to do it anyway. This is how we move forward. And if you lower pressure and noise and you increase protection and support, here's what I can tell you. Your strengths and abilities will just show. They come out. And I can't tell you how many times I've been in a room in front of a presentation, shared something, and thought, where did that come from? It's my strengths and abilities. And I ask people all the time, how much of what you're doing today came from school? And the answer I get most of the time is none. Where did it come from? It's your strengths and abilities. So how do these work and how does this really work? You lower pressure and noise. You increase protection and support through transparency, through asking for it. Your strengths and abilities show. And here's the key. You can make your greatest contribution. And I know this is important to people who are on the Strategic Philanthropy Summit because this is about changing things and making a contribution. But I want you to know I'm also a capitalist. And I believe in creating value. And what I want all of you to know is that making a contribution can actually also be creating the business, creating the outcome, selling something to someone, creating a new product, a new service that doesn't exist, and then having exchange. Because in a world where people can select where to put their money, capital flows to contribution. So this isn't just a shortcut to changing the world, This is a shortcut to making your greatest contribution and having the affluence and influence that you want. I'll go through it one more time. Lower pressure and noise, like every great entrepreneur said. If you're not treating your body like an Olympic athlete, I ask why. You have the same earning potential as an Olympic athlete, and you certainly have the same influence potential. Lower pressure and noise. Get healthy. Hydrate. Lower the drag in your life. Focus and and ask people, let people know what you really need. Transparently, you increase protection and support. You tell people what's really going on. And, and any attempt to be anything other than just yourself, is operational drag and will increase pressure and noise. If you do these things, your strengths and abilities will develop and show and you will make your greatest contribution. You've heard this before. Let me show you. Lower pressure and noise sounds something like Honor thyself. Honor thy body. Honor thy neighbor. Treat others like you'd like to be treated. Have we all heard this before? Treat the body as a temple. Do not covet thy neighbor's wife. That, that raises pressure and noise. Protection and support. We've heard this before. Form a community. Be kind to each other. Support each other. Find those who want to go in the direction you want to go. Strengths and abilities. We've heard this. It's easy to say, if you lower your own life noise and you help others, you will be gifted and you will make your contribution. And the fact is that it doesn't matter where you are today. You can start this right now by lowering pressure and noise, asking for protection and support, your strengths and abilities show and you will make your greatest contribution. And while so many companies are out there telling you how to change, telling you what to do different, telling you what you need to become Here's what I want everyone on this call to understand. There's nothing wrong with you and you are not alone. And I want to prove it to you because every person who's ever felt different, everyone who's ever felt like they were alone, everyone who's ever felt like a party of one, here's what I want you to understand. You are part of the most important club in history. Because anyone who's ever wanted to change things, anyone who's ever stood up and said, I'm going to make things different. Anyone who's ever said the status quo is not okay. And has taken the strength and the energy and the reserve that is required to declare things will be different and move forward is just like you and just like us. And for everyone listening, who's ever felt alone, like a party of one, I want to confirm again, that you are part of the most important club in history and you are not alone. And for everyone who's wondering if this applies to you, the fact that you're here indicates that it does. Because the resonant thought that any person has about going out and making the world a better place and changing things and improving things comes with it the skills and abilities necessary to get it done if you're willing to do what it takes. And so lower pressure and noise, increase protection and support. Let your strengths and abilities show and make your greatest contribution. And, um, and Tom and John asked me to put together a special offer for you guys. And it's it's an interesting one because we're actually going to be offering the exact class that Tom was in. So the same, we had two two-day events and the recordings that we have are from one of those. And Tom, you went through the class where where we really proved, and, and I think in 40 minutes we proved this, but I just want to reinforce that the class does this. Your weaknesses are actually your strengths. You've been searching for momentum your entire life. There's an easiest way to get it, easier way to get it. You're part of the most important population in human history. And there's so much more to maximizing your potential. Tom, you were there. You've been through it. This was just a preview. It meets these things, doesn't it?
3: Oh, and and not only that, um, those of you that have been attending this summit, you know we haven't had speakers presenting offers. We have very few that we've asked to do so because we want to give and give and give and give. But we asked Alex because, frankly, as an entrepreneur for 29, 30 years, uh, 53 businesses, made and lost millions. I, I sat there and I went, this is some of the most important information that every single entrepreneur on planet Earth needs to learn. And everyone who's supporting an entrepreneur or surrounding an entrepreneur needs to learn so they can understand us crazy people. Yeah, at least have a a filter to understand it. And and, and then separate from the understanding side, the applicability, as I said at the very beginning, the the ability to take actionable direction is what I was so excited about. This entire summit came out of our our meeting Brian and I had the day before your event and the inspiration that came from the event and the actionable advice, because we looked at and said, okay, one of the ways to lower pressure and noise is for us to declare to the world that we are about making movements, and in in particular, this movement about doing good and making money at the same time. Yeah, so this entire event is a product of applying what was covered in those two days. Um, and I can tell you, there were people from all over North America in that room, uh, people with tons of experience, people that were new to the entrepreneur world. That was the unanimous feedback. Yeah. Yeah, it
2: was interesting, Tom, that event, we had people come from Canada, we've had people come from Australia, from around the world, and are, you know we, we're, we're following some of our books, and we're in Kenya, Nairobi, uh, Germany. Um, there's entrepreneurs everywhere. This tribe is everywhere. It's funny, Carol Decampo said in the comments, "Oh man, people already think I'm arrogant. Once I really tap into this whole we're part of the most important club in history in the world, it's not going to help. It will. Cause here's, here's what I want all of you to know is that by joining us, you're joining a community and you're joining a community of other people just like us, like the one that we're participating in now. And the fact is that the rest of the world is our market. The rest of the world is who we offer our services to and entrepreneurial personality types are those that we share our hopes and dreams with. And we tell who we really are. And the EPT is a revolution. It's an evolution. EPTs have struggled throughout history to optimize their potential in this world. And we really have the systems, the structures. It's hard for us because they don't really work in our way. And what we've done as an organization is created a system where we've discovered the strategies and tactics to turn your entrepreneurial personality type into an unfair advantage like so many other entrepreneurs have. And and so many of you have asked, how do I do this? What do I do next? What, What do I have to do? Here's what I know. And it's been said throughout history. When we understand ourselves better, we can move forward faster. And here's how we created this content. I'll share very personally with you. Um, when I was younger, I, I was not the most likely to succeed. I was the, the kid who um, had, you know, the, the symptoms of Asperger's, the symptoms of ADHD, the symptoms of autism. And so I was always independent and alone. But I went out and studied success and what I can tell you from obsessively studying what makes people successful is that successful people are all like us. They are different. They are challenged. They struggle. They go through incredible struggle. In fact, you know, we look at Picasso's blue period. That was one individual painting in shades of blue, which he did for several years during what we would call today a depressive state but it's also a period in art history. I want you to have that same effect with your life, with your business, with the outcome you're generating. This is worked for people who are meant for more and know they're meant for more. Like if you have that feeling, let us help you. People who want to make a difference and focus on the difference you want to make because We'll give you the tactics to lower pressure and noise. We'll show you how you've tactically increase protection and support and how you use this framework to move a business forward. Like Tom said, it not just mo- doesn't just move you personally forward. It moves the business forward as well. Successful entrepreneurs want to scale their companies by understanding themselves better. And, and here's, here's the, the entrepreneurs I want to work with exclusively. Those who know that scaling their business means scaling themselves. You know, Tom, I think that when I, when I think of entrepreneurs who understand that scaling their business means scaling themselves, like you and John jump out to me
0: mm.
2: because the conversations we've had, um, the commitment you've had to yourselves. But I think that that's, isn't that kind of one of the, the, the places where so many entrepreneurs miss, we don't really focus on scaling ourselves. mm So and then this last one is entrepreneurs um, who have or are building teams or struggle to build teams. If you have a team, you're scaling a team, it's successful so far, let us help you create momentum. But if you've struggled to build a team or if you never have or if you haven't failed or any other scenario, let's remember that for all of us to move forward, we need protection and support. Let us help you build a team. And I've worked with entrepreneurs far more challenged than anyone on this call, I guarantee you. Because for every issue or challenge you're facing, there's someone who's been there and they've overcome it. So here's what you're going to get by, by taking this, um, course, making this investment. Now we want to give you the entrepreneurial momentum online experience. It's the same thing that Tom did here. And we have an incredible video team. We don't do one camera. We have three cameras. There's a lot of editing. It's engaging to watch They're professional videos. There's five detailed sections about how to maximize your entrepreneurial personality type advantage. There's 30 modules. Oh gosh. And it just went crazy. There's sorry guys. There's 30 modules, a full workbook and presentation slides, 10 interactive worksheets. It's well over $1,000 value and people pay that and more to come here. Um, Christina Scott, who was in the class, said the material and discussion has definitely changed the way I do business and create momentum in the future. Thank you for a life-changing experience. And and We picked this and shared it because what I want to help people do is grow their business and change their life because growing your business is one of the most spiritual undertakings that we can have in our lifetimes for an entrepreneur. It's where we grow. It's where we change things. It's where we make an amazing contribution. Uh, Mark Gablowski, who's an incredible uh, owner and CEO of a martial arts organization. He said, no matter what level a business person is at, I believe they will benefit from experience Alex Sharf and what he has to teach. It was absolutely the most profound education I've received. To take someone like Mark, who's a black belt, who's disciplined, who's, who's really gone in on himself and have this type of reaction was I- incredible for me. And Jean Barton, who's actually a friend of, uh, of mine and my wife's, um, you know, when your friends are coming to your classes and they're not just criticizing them, that they're really into them. She <laughs> said, I now see, I now see that my shortcomings are actually my strengths that I need to succeed and I need routine. And I see it as fun and inspiring now. Sorry. That one makes me emotional because we know Jean. And she's capable of so much more than she's been doing. And by experiencing our content in just the past year, it's amazing. She had a 10 year goal to become an art director at a major brand and she did it in 11 months. Um, it's amazing. And so what you get is the experience, the sections, um, the, the $1,000 value. We're going to throw in some bonuses. We're going to send you the entrepreneurial personality type book, not now, But this is a limited edition book, it's out in the market, there's 500 of them. As soon as we make a digital copy, you will be the first to receive it. And we've had hundreds of requests for this already. Go to 500evolution.com if you wanna see the project, we're gonna include you and make sure you're first. We're also going to include two live group coaching calls because I want you to have that same support that people here live had, and I will stick on those calls and answer questions and move you forward. And then um, I just
3: want to stop on that one, Alex, because this is really, really helpful. And thank you for offering it. I know that this is not something you normally do, but I I saw that interaction. I'm an interaction guy. You, you know, I love jumping in. But I saw that the difference you made in that event several times when people would say, "Yeah," but what about? And off they would go with their version of their story. Yeah. And 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 not only did you did you did you help get them unstuck but you gave them some focus direction that was I'm positive profound for those people. I mean, yeah. over and over and over and over. And the tears were flying, not because you were hard on them, but because they realized, Holy crap, it's never going to be a problem again on yeah. the spot. This is worth the entire program right here, guys. I mean, especially your you're to stick around until the questions are answered. Um, what I would challenge you to do is make sure you go through the material before these calls because you'll get no, be so much better questions. So much better questions.
2: Tom, you know, um, my friend, uh, a friend of mine, Jason, says that when people come to our classes, he can tell the next time he sees them. Hmm. And he'll walk up to people and say, hey, there's, you know, oh, hey, have you been to Alex's class? You're talking different. <laughs> and it's because it really does it. You know, we we built the content for people like us and it speaks directly to our personality types. You don't really have to absorb it. It just kind of applies. So what you you have to absorb it, but you don't have to work at it. It, it. it you know people have told me it's just really easy application. It creates momentum. Um, one of the best comments I ever got in the class was from a woman named Mary Agnes, who's actually here today, and in our offices later on. And she said, um, you know, I go to conferences all the time, and I feel excited and anxious when I leave, but I'm always restless and frustrated. Today I'm excited. I'm not anxious. I'm not restless. I don't feel frustrated. I just feel like I can go forward. Mm-hmm. That's what I want you to feel like. In addition, here's what you get with, with this investment. the entrepreneurial momentum experience. It's online. It's everything that we had in the class, the five sections, over 30 individual learning modules that are fun to watch. It's the full workbook and presentation slides, so you have the same experience as the people in the room, 10 interactive worksheets, the download for the book and audio book, which people have been all over us for. That's, that's like a privilege thing. We want you to be in that group first so you can help us spread the word. Bonus number two is the live group coaching calls. You definitely want to be on those and we'll record them just in case you can't. The total value is over $2,000. We're going to drop it all the way to just $997. And typically, um, you know, we, we don't do this type of an offer. This was just for this summit. Um, really due to our personal relationship with Tom and John. And it's one of the only times we've done anything where I have live interaction after um, an event. And one of the few times that I have live interaction with a online product that almost never happens. We wanted to make sure that this really made sense for everyone who did it. And I wanted to make sure that for my relationship with Tom and John, that if you have any questions, they can answered. Now mm. uh, the last investment bonus, and this is huge, is I want to make this zero cost for you. So you invest the 997 now, and I'll give it to you as a credit on any live event in our offices in Austin in the future. And I've never done this before. (laughs) Um, So it's free basically. And, and so anybody who buys it today,
1: Alex, that's huge. Thank you. Wow. huge,
2: Huge. So my team and I got together right before we went live and said, Here's what we know about Tom and John is that anyone who's on this broadcast is our target client because they're your target client. And we wanted to make this a crazy offer for people. And I I really, I'm honestly saying that we've never ever made an offer like this where we've made a product free, but we felt like because the momentum that we have with you, because we want everyone to not only buy this product, adopt the product, I want to coach them into the product, but I wanna meet you all. I want you to come here to Austin, to this incredible event space that we've built, this event, you know, um, really it's like an event location and experience what it looks like when you purpose build an office for entrepreneurial per- personality types, when the entire team is hand-picked EPTs, what it looks like when, when you just surround yourself with people who create momentum and you do that here. So you'll have that personal experience right outside this door that I'm sitting at in our presentation room. So you get the online experience, the, sec- the detailed sections, the 30 individual learning modules, the workbook, you get the audio book, you're part of our project, this incredible 500 evolution project, the two live group coaching calls, the investment, giving your money back. So the value is well over $3,000 and we're still keeping it at 997 and there's a three pay option. I wanna help you jump into this and join us. Because this is a a movement. And the thing about the contribution equation that I think is so crucial is that um, it balances. And in order to be able to lower pressure and noise and ask for protection and support, we all need to work together. And the more people who understand that we can work in our strengths, we can create value. We can help each other the faster we all go forward together. And I always say that entrepreneurs learn almost nothing standing still, and we learn near nothing alone. So build a team, join a team, and go fast. We have a community here in Austin waiting for you. And I don't know that we could have put, put together a more compelling offer. I want to hand walk you into being part of our inner circle. I look forward to meeting you all. And thanks, Tom and John. I think I'm almost out of time, but I'm here
3: for as many questions as we have. Fantastic. Well, I, I um, first off, uh, this last part, was a complete surprise. And, um, as someone that does this for a living, I realize how much of an extra offer that is <laughs> and a commitment, because I can tell you this guy's, without that, you get into Alex's material, you get to experience it. You've already got a taste of it today. You'll want to go to his live events. So this isn't just a, a nice little bonus. Let's just get someone inspired. You're going to be going to live events. You're going to be paying for live events at his place once you get into this material. So that's literally giving your money back. So thank you for that. Um, I've, I've been to, the, that's how we met physically mm-hmm. the first time was at a live event. We're coming again in June with our entire team. Um, we're working, we haven't, we haven't announced this publicly. So uh, this is just for those of you listening to this recording, keep it to yourself for now. <laughs> but when Alex heard about our live event coming up out of the strategic philanthropy global summit, he goes, well, like I'm there, right? I'm going to be part mm-hmm. of it. Right. I'm like, well, of course, like, how could we not? So Alex will be there. Um, so for those of you that um, that uh, have loved and resonated with this, and and I know from my own experience, if you're an entrepreneur personality type, you resonated with this. This is an outstanding offer. So, the first thing I'd love to do is just open it up for anyone that's got questions relating to the offer and then relating to the message. But let's start.
4: Yeah. Hey, Tom. We just great great segue. We just had Tammy put one in there that said, "Alex, would this event help if we are in the stuck?"
3: place
2: absolutely that's my specialty um go navy uh, <laughs> uh yeah here's here's what i want and and i saw that question kind of fly by and and tammy i get that from people all the time um in fact what happens is when people come to our event by about noon i have them walk up to me and say it's so weird i was coming here thinking that i just didn't know how to move forward and now i see this path and i see this way to 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 go And here's what I want everyone listening to know is that stuck place is part of being an entrepreneur. When we get to that place where we're in constraint, where we're facing resistance, you know, that just means you're working hard. But what happens is when we start to learn how to overcome that stuck place, how to get past it, how to create momentum, it makes everything move forward. Hope that makes sense. And yeah. we had another question. I don't know if you guys see it in the question answer, but I, I kind of want to answer it. It's about um, scaling a company and they didn't understand the word. Yes. So so here's here's what I mean by scaling a company. If you're an entrepreneur who wants to grow yourself or grow a company, that's scaling a company. So it's scaling it up. It's adding people, adding process systems, making sure you have the right things in place to grow the company at any time. And that's also part of what is taught in this course. And I know that sounds like a broad variety of subjects, but the fact is entrepreneurs, we're the same. And to learn how to create momentum in business and in life is incredibly similar. And what's funny is if you apply these concepts to either your business or your life,
3: the other will show a marked improvement. Wouldn't you agree, Tom? Well, and more more importantly, not only would I agree, this summit is proof of that. Our largest <laughs> online event, uh, and we've been marketing and selling stuff for years and have generated millions of dollars worth of sales, but our largest online event before this summit was 374 people pre-registered, if I, if I remember the numbers exactly. Um, and we're pushing 2,000 for this already. And and every day now, people are encouraging other people to join in. So yeah. there's one one specific example uh, of exactly what happens. Scaling to me means creating systems so that the business works with or without you. Yeah. And 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 so that I I would you know I'm an, an emith trained guy from Michael Gerber days. Um, I was a master coach with Michael for a number of years. Ultimately, the business should serve you as the owner, not the other way around otherwise you're just an employee with economic risk yeah right you get the worst of both worlds yeah and and we all got to we all got to do that as part of the growth i get that but but the more time you stay trapped in that space the less life you have the less joy you have the less contribution you can make and so yeah i've seen that from multiple directions i also wanted to echo the comment from the from the comment you just made before this alex um, what was the young lad from washington state Um, who was quote-unquote stuck, um, but had all the breakthroughs at the session we are at?
2: Seth, I think.
3: Yes. Um, Seth. Um, There was another example. Young entrepreneur, totally thought he was stuck, totally thought he got nowhere. And in, I don't know, 45 minutes, 45 minutes, day one, he went from like physically stuck, emotionally (laughs) stuck. You could see it. To beaming and not beaming in a hype way but beaming in a i got it i got it and we all know what that's like when you get there right when you get that zone in so yeah it's um uh, if you're uh, if you're stuck you really want to do this you really want to do this
1: you know alex there was a number of questions earlier on when you were talking about it and it builds on this uh, the whole concept of scaling yourself was really fascinating to people I don't think they really, some people didn't really understand what that meant. And I'd love sure. for you to share maybe a little bit more about that and how that plays into both this course and your, your event down there in Austin. Absolutely.
4: Um, yeah. Sorry. Real, real quick. Uh, go ahead and answer that. And then we did get a question in from Mike Potts. I want to make sure we hit that one.
2: Okay. So I think that, um, give me the question again, John. I want to make sure that I answer it.
1: scaling yourself.
2: Okay. So, so, that might not, that might've been a confusing term. What it, what it, it really is, is growing yourself. And one of the challenges with the whole world of personal growth is that personal growth focuses on very basic questions. Like what is wrong with me? How do I get ahead? Like that's, that's all programmed. That's, that's most of personal growth is fix something wrong with you and get ahead marginally. And the fact is, is that when we as entrepreneurs, make something, when we change things, when we declare things are going to be different, when we actually undertake is when we change the world and we grow ourselves. And what I want entrepreneurs to know is that the most spiritual experience of your lifetime is going to be chasing down that massive goal you have in your head. And by doing that, we go out and we make the change we are here to make in the world. And we also grow who we are as human beings and we make our experience of the world richer. Hmm.
4: Yeah. Wow. Hey, Alex, uh, thanks for sharing that. I, I have a question in the, in the box here that I wanted to throw at you. So the question is, uh, or first off, it's a statement. I'm really struggling to make the first breakthrough still at the beginning of my journey to the point where I often feel like a wantrepreneur. <laughs> I know I've been there with that. Uh, Can Alex's course help me grow into what I feel I should be, help me find the drive and passion and push me through my self-limiting beliefs?
2: Yeah. So, um, Mike, here's what I want you to know. You're not a entrepreneur um, because you're on this broadcast. So you're there. You took the time and the effort and the energy to be here. And that's an investment. And where we invest is who we are creating ourselves to be. So you are one of us and don't ever doubt yourself again. Because just being here, just, just making this webinar makes you part of who we are. And you are an entrepreneurial personality type. Mm-hmm. And what I want you to know too is that it's not about pushing through self-limiting beliefs or ratcheting up and drive, driving passion. Here's what it really is about, and here's where I can help you. When you understand yourself better, when you know what attributes you have that make you great, when you can see not the deficits you walk around with, but you can start to see them as, in fact, the strengths that will create your future. i and passion take care of themselves, and what I know, Mike, about every EPT I've ever worked with is that. Sometimes that first breakthrough almost always comes from another entrepreneur offering you a hand.
4: Yeah,
3: that's what I wanted to jump in about that comment, Alex, is that that's the difference between live events, you know, cyber events. This is good. This is better than not having something for sure but it's nothing like live. It's not supposed to be like live. In fact, all of you that have joined in, you know, you get our VIP upgrade, you get two tickets to our live event and Brian and John's live event. Why would we do that? Because it's not the same. Yes. Cyber is not the same as live. And 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 uh, it's a perfect example, that sidebar discussion that happens at a breakout, at a coffee, at a yeah, Alex's office over super healthy food. <laughs> 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 I just has to specifically say thanks for that. But that was easily, easily the healthiest, most nutritious, most tasty food I've ever had at any event I've been at, where including events where we've spent <clears throat> 200, 250 bucks a day per person at an exotic resort, that food matched any of that. So thank you for that. Cause I know that wasn't by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're there live that back and forth is what is what's going to happen and the second thing is i right, gosh almighty i've been helping people start businesses for 29 and a half years had i come across this information at the start hmm. at the start it would have saved me a, tom, easily a decade of tom
1: time. you could you could have been a contender
3: I can't say you <laughs> Well, and, 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 the, you know, the, the, so many entrepreneurs, in fact, no, so many small business owners think struggle is has to be part of the equation. Entrepreneurs do not have to struggle, folks. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, we do not have to struggle. That's a limiting belief imposed by ignorance
2: and imposed by society. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and the fact is, is that we're told, oh, you know, entrepreneurship is about struggle. Here's the struggle your entrepreneurship should be about. Mike, I want you waking up every morning thinking about the people you're making the change for and that should be your struggle. Yeah. Your entrepreneur's struggle should be, I'm not making a big enough effect. Your struggle should be, I want to change things more. I want to help more people. I want to create a bigger result. But your struggle should never be, should I do this? Uh-huh. Your struggle should never be, am i worthy your struggle should never be is this something i me should do because the very thought tells you you should (laughs) and mike said um thank you it's very encouraging you made me feel much better about myself i love you brother thanks for asking the question and you should feel better about yourself because right now moving forward understand that all you need to do is seek momentum and things change and this information really can change people. So I'd love for you to join me here
0: in Austin. If you'd like to learn more about Alex, just go to eternalleadership.com slash one one five. That's eternalleadership.com slash one one five. And as I said at the top, this edition of eternal leadership has been brought to you by marketplace rock. Is there something that feels like it's blocking your business? The team at Marketplace Rock partners with you in unearthing those things that could be holding you back through intercessory prayer. John and I can't recommend the team at Marketplace Rock highly enough. In fact, our calls with them are a highlight of our week. Visit them online, MarketplaceRock.com, or listen to either of Amy Everett's past interviews with us, episodes 4 and 66. MarketplaceRock.com For John Ramstead, I'm Steve Ryder, and thank you for listening to Eternal Leadership.